Welcome back to Dicey Tales. <laughs> but so you you snap out of your your reverie and you find yourself on the edge of a large ominous forest, dark twisting pine trees, and just to your right is a warm looking hut. Looks like it was kind of put together by a very um, ill-equipped craftsman. And you feel a gigantic hand land upon your shoulder. You hear a screeching, bellowing roar of wind. You turn, you look, and there's a man, a very large man nonetheless. Um, But when he tries to speak to you, there's no actual physical words. It just sounds like a jumble of animal noises. A hawk shriek. A a hippopotamus grunt. A giraffe sound. (laughs) <laughs> an elephant trumpet a dog bark a cat meow <laughs> just stop giving him material I get it give him more give him more see what he can do <laughs> um, you're gonna break Dan and and he he, he physically <laughs> turned <laughs> you're quicker than me what what does the fox say and he physically steers you over towards his hut, the hut. Yeah, I, I go, I go, I go with it. Is there fire? Uh, there's an outside fire okay, around. I just really subtly drop all the poetry I wrote about Ia into the fire, <laughs> <laughs> so I never have to read it out loud. And as no! as it, but as before it... he does, he reads each one out loud. <laughs> and as each slip of paper hits the fire, you didn't realize that you were writing with you know some kind of a magical pen, and the physical lines will start saying themselves out loud. Cool. Well, good thing none of the party's here to hear those <laughs> words. <laughs> and the the very large man will look at it, quack like a duck. I'll, I'll just black. say I I had a run in <laughs> w- with a very unfortunate potion. And you, you realize he's just chuckling to himself. I, I'm still gonna explain. <laughs> this is important to and me. He, he walks. No, no. His chuckle is a duck quack, Daniel. <laughs> And he turns around and walks away. And you realize you're in the middle of a small-ish amphitheater. It looks like just a bunch. Wait, where's he going? He's going into his hut. I'm going to follow him. He sat you down. Like, he physically, like, moved you to this area. And when you check your sheet, in case you you forgot you had your class list, uh, Care of Magical Creatures is your final class for the day. Um, You find yourself in a small uh, homemade amphitheater. Looks like he just crudely ripped these trees out of the ground laid them down made seats and a few minutes later the buzz and talk of students coming down the hill behind you just kind of snaps you back into the, oh yeah there are other people here uh, rest of the party what are you guys doing you just Buzzing saved the rest talking. of the students they <laughs> were swept away by thestrals oh they're gone they're saved yes 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 they are saved we take a moment for reveries <laughs> Daniel Conjure's party. <laughs> Conjure DJ. DJ Wizwaz on the mic. Do we? But we do have another class we have yes. to go to. When you guys check your schedules, you do have Care of Magical Creatures as your last class of the day. But we're wasted at this point. We've been partying. Okay, we should probably go to class. Party time! Let's go. Magical party. Just there are no limits. <laughs> Literally. Okay, so on the sheet it just says uh, school grounds. Hey, Gobes. Yeah. Can you get us to school grounds quicker? 
to school ground quickery upius. And away we go. Right, hold on. I haven't oh. rolled. <laughs> this might fall flat. <laughs> Nat one. Greatest wizard of our time. Okay, so you guys feel the rush and the flurry of wind. You look down and on your feet are winged sandals that start moving you pretty rapidly towards a very closed great hall door. You try to stop. You try to... I didn't plan this. And all three of you smack, smack, smack into the great hall door. Everybody roll, roll me a D8. Oh, we need the rest. Places. Oh, damn it. I rolled an eight. <laughs> three. I rolled an eight. So uh, Sloan and Peltier, you guys hit the, wall, or the, the door first. And then right on top of you guys, like directly on top of you guys, Goba just smashes you guys between his body and the door. And Goba just kind of chuckles. The wings on your guys' feet remove themselves, flitter around the room for a minute, find an open window, and leave. Hold on, guys. I got it this time. Nope. <laughs> no. I'm going I'm to maybe walk this, this one off. Just go outside. <laughs> All right, so okay. Peltier and Sloan start to walk. Goba, do you wish to cast the spell at least do on it, yourself? Do it, do it, yeah. Do it. Okay. Says the voice. Where are we going? The grounds. To the grounds, the Uppius. For real this time. Four. <laughs> so uh, Peltier and Sloan, you guys have exited the door, started walking down the stairs, and from behind you, you just hear a thunderous boom, followed by followed by a loud um, bellow of pain. <laughs> Roll me another D10 there, Koba. Stop, 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 stop. Sure. It'll work. Yes. It has 10 sides. Four. As you take another four points of damage, as you collide yet again with the door, a magic carpet under your feet this time, in which says something very rude in carpet and then leaves. I'll show so you the world. I'm so rude. <laughs> there he is. Beautiful. Nice. Well done. Oh, okay. Um, do you wish to try again, or do you just want to walk? Third time's a Koba goes, goes to try again. He's like, this time. But even he is smart enough to be like, no, I'm going to walk. Just I have, I have long time. legs, too. Um, okay, so... Peltier, Sloan, you guys make the grounds several minutes before Goba. In front of you, you see the hut. A ring of students, Edwin, sourly sitting there, pondering his life. I don't, what are you doing? What are I'm, you? I'm getting ready to take notes. Okay. I find magical beasts very fascinating. Okay. Um, and then you hear a, a cacophony of different animal noises coming from the hut in which you're approaching. Goba, nursing your wounds, coming down the hill. I'm late. Oh, no. Um, and then you see the rat, rat, that's all, folks. Um, at a distance, Goba, Peltier, Sloan, you see the large male figure come out of the, um, the hut, beard aflame, just full on, on fire. And again, he's just making several odd noises at this distance. You guys can't hear all, but maybe like, uh, like a, 
a loud caca from a bird of unknown origin, um, a horse whinny, a lion roar. What was the other one? Lion roar. Lion roar? Yeah. Oh, I heard <laughs> lawnmower. Um, and then like <laughs> Bill a little bit closer in between it, it's it's punctuated with like uh, little snake noises, little rat noises. Um, I'm gonna use my uh, my s- special. Well, no, I'll wait. Well, no, I'm gonna use it. I'm gonna use my little special ability that Kay. I earned a long time ago and have yet to use. I'm gonna get a free half rest. Done. Okay. Um, does our Slytherin of the group speak spar- parcel tongue? Oh, that'd be sick. No. I'm still. I'm taking notes. I'm trying to okay. like and create a shorthand for animal sounds. The man comes out, beard aflame. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, just making sure that. I mean, does he look like it's bothering him? No, he, it doesn't even look like he realizes. Oh, like it's going to make him realize soon? Yes. Oh, he's a very long beard. Uh, uh, waterius putiatius. Those are good spell. Finger guns, because they're water guns. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a one. <laughs> I, I stoke the flames. <laughs> <laughs> it's wind for the fire. You just out of out of your your fingertip. It looks like water for half a second, and then it's got this really just kind of odd chemically smell to it as it comes in contact with his beard. The whole beard goes up. Whole front of his shirt goes up in flame. He and starts it looks like you did it. <laughs> he starts. I'm so sorry. Oh, like a, um, he starts screaming like a chimpanzee. <laughs> uh, you don't have to do that one. That's fine. That's good. That was pretty good. I'm gonna cast danger sense on myself. <laughs> okay. As you, as the three of you are walking, don't we not have our spells? That's because all my spell slots were intact. Because I think you I have my brain powers. Yeah, Psionic not is not yeah. magic. Um, as the three of you are walking down. You see the, the, the large man with his beard on fire, and then you see Ed very just animatedly point at the professor, and then the professor just erupts in flame. Go by, go by top of his lungs. He's like, Ed, why? It's <laughs> a little bit of an boring. overreaction, I'm, old boy. I'm, yeah, I'm looking at my fingers like, what? what? <laughs> why do you hate me? I don't the hang of these things. Um. But yeah, so now the teacher is running around, <laughs> beard and clothes on fire, bumps into a student, their rope catches on fire, bumps into his hut, the hut catches flame. Oh, no. <laughs> this is escalating quickly. We should do something, but somebody that's not me should probably do something. Uh, the rest of the party, you're about 30 feet away when this all happens. Aguamente. It's a little spell. I like it. That, that was like Roll it. Spanish is what that was. Add a plus one. Plus one. Twelve. A light sprinkle. But it was an 11, which is a magic number. A magic one. A magic one? Mm-hmm. Not magic. Not magic. Magic. I take out my <laughs> rapier and I cast Delusio. Okay. What does that do? Damn it. <laughs> I mean, dang it. One. Um, oh, my gosh. A, a small cloud <laughs> appears over the hut, and little bits of flame start raining out of oh said cloud. Goba. <laughs> so, so good at this. Goba says, <laughs> open the dam. 
Yep, yeah, he is. Okay, I, I was waiting for the rest of the spell. Thirteen. Um. Plus one. Because you're the greatest wizard of your age. Yes. <laughs> I'll allow it. Um, a a small um tentacle of water will come out of the lake that's not too far away, about a quarter mile away. You see it kind of twist and wind out of the water, over towards the rest of the class. And it just kind of dumps itself a miniature self-animated river, creek, more of a creek. Just kind of starts dancing around in the the chaos of the burning rain, burning professor. Is it putting stuff burning out? Students, yeah, it's, it, it's burning it, hut. Yeah. It's, it's it, 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 it'll burning do its item. job. In about a minute, it'll do its job. Burning Sanders. Mm-hmm. Um, so then about a half hour rolls by the the professor has a significantly reduced beard we went from like you know he had a a full lifetime of growing this beard to something akin to what bill's got now gee thanks that's sad (laughs) 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 the student whose robes by the way uh, whose rubs caught flame um, has been sent to the infirmary ward for severe burns across their chest. The hut, a section of the wall fell in from where it burned. The burning rain cloud has moved on. It is now somewhere over the forest. <laughs> Just <lighting> burning. <laughs> but it looks like the, it kind of stopped. You know how you know weather is. It's like torrential downpour and then it yeah. moved to like the North Valleys and it stops. Yeah. It's, just, it's just done. Just kind of that thing. Okay. Um, and the animal noises from inside the hut resume. Okay, so we go. That's, that's pretty close, um, except for it's more akin to like a bellowing roar. The, the whinny was right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a combination of like a lion roar and a hawk shriek and one noise. Mm-hmm. And then the the professor will will turn around and walk back into the hut. The rest of the students are kind of a buzz. It's you know it's always a treat to be in this class. You hear flitting comments of, well, I hope nobody dies this time around. You know, last time you know he deserved it. Kind of comments floating around. Some gossipy girls. How do you know it's girls? He deserved it. Have you even seen John Tucker Must Die? <laughs> Uh, okay, so, so there's just animal noises coming from inside the hut. Yep. And there's a class going on. Yep. That we're supposed to be at. specific animal noises. Yes. Okay. Uh, Peltier (laughs) will just go to class. So now you're just amid the gossip and buzz. Um, I'm going to cast blind spot. Okay. So I'm blind to the teacher. Okay. And I will go inside the hut. You're blind? Okay. The teacher can't see me. Um, okay, so all of you have the bags of holding. Remember, I give you all the bags of holding yeah. in the beginning for your gold and everything like that. It's small, nothing more than the size of your hand yeah. can fit into it. Um, well, there's a very specific feeling that when you, you put items or take items out, it's kind of like a... Like you're reaching into the void. Kind of like you're reaching into the void. 
Um, Peltier, as you step across the threshold, where, where do you come in exactly? There's windows, doors, and then the fallen wall. I'll go through the fallen wall. Okay, the less conspicuous area, of yeah. course. Um, as you cross through, you feel the same kind of compression as stepping through the void. And inside is a nightmare of squalid conditions. Half-starved dragons, unicorns with their horns torn off. Whoa. It's so horsey in here. Huh? So, so horses. horses. <laughs> <laughs> is there Thank evidence you. that they had a horn, or is there yeah. just no horn? Silver blood running okay. down their okay. their faces, the dried and matted. Um, griffins with their wings cut off, and things like that. And the the professor will will reach in and grab. It looks like it. At one point in time, it was a um, a cockatrice, which is a combination of just various animals. Pulls it out of the cage, and as soon as it leaves its cage doors, it looks like a magnificent phoenix a light and flame with a nice leather collar around its neck and he's guiding it out to the class. The phoenix is doing that? The teacher is leading the phoenix, air quotes. Oh. Okay. Out to the class. And as he clears the threshold, the entire crowd of students giggles and excitement bubbling over. Ed, you're a studier of magic, yeah? yeah so generally. This is a phoenix. This is a a magnificent creature of raw magical power being let out like a, a trained dog on a leash by this professor. The professor, again, will start making random animal noises, and it looks like he's trying to spout off facts, you know, just that, that air that teachers take on when they're like, this is a such and such. Um, and... To everybody other than Peltier, this is a phoenix. He just let out an actual full-blooded, full-aflame phoenix. And it's so. How is it being? It has like a collar. Yeah, it's just something? like so a leather leather collar and leash. So I'm just gonna make. Well, while I'm in the hut, uh-huh. am like, am I able to? Is there anything in there that would be able to talk to me or no? And it's just a space with a bunch of really screwed up magical animals. Yeah, it just looks like... Is there something small? Is there like a small thing? Yeah, there will be various... um, Like a talking badger. uh, Maybe a couple of like pixies. I grab a pixie. Little little cage. In a cage. Okay. You just reach (laughs) in and grab the pixie. Uh no, actually I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna tell the I'm gonna whisper in Bill's ear what I saw. Okay. Um and everybody else. Teacher doesn't recognize you. All of the students are completely infatuated with this Phoenix which he's now guiding around like a kite. Around okay. the, the the class. So now you guys know this spooky thing. So sorry, I'm what was the cockatrice? Was that something else? Yeah. The cockatrice so, in the cage. Uh-huh. As soon as the door opened and was let out, it turned into a phoenix, heavy air quotes. So once it left once it left the hut, it turned it like illusorily turns into a phoenix. Oh, and I'm wholly convinced by this illusion until I told you, which I did. That is actually a cockatrice. Correct. That is a cockatrice and it magically okay. is looking like a phoenix outside of the hut. And inside the hut, it's really scary and spooky and has 
we're gonna get PETA up in this business. Yeah, we gotta go full PETA. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's unleash that. Like full like humps. crazy like bombing uh <laughs> like research facility PETA. I didn't want Hagrid to be a bad guy. Sad. He's under a spell, dude. Redmond. Um. <laughs> So should we go in I, there I and say, free I mean, all the animals from the zoo? Since you're being so inconspicuous, like go ahead and start doing that or maybe cause some kind of distraction so we can get in there. Unless probably, you can inconspicuous size all of us. Uh, I cannot do that. Um, Not with that attitude. Hey, you. I mean, I'm. I think Goba could do a pretty distracting <laughs> thing. He could do that travel spell again. <laughs> I can only switch places. I don't think I can afford the HP. Oh. There's no heavy doors within. You can switch like, places with each of us. When I could do this. Three hundred yards. Um. If he fails a save, he can be blind. He can only see ten feet in front of him. Although. That it would be, it would be, it would it would take us into combat if I did that. Yeah, he'll probably pass the save. Okay, I'm gonna go back into the hut. Okay, and I'm gonna take a small creature. And is there a window or something on the other side of the hut from where the teacher is? No, no, it's no. all of them. Yeah, magically, all the openings are facing the teacher. Okay, Hogwarts is dope. Um, <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna just take a little creature and try to pull it out of the hut. Little little pixie, just like grab his cage or something. Okay. Or open it, and okay. then be like, "I got you, my little friend." And then just very sneakily try to get it out of the hut. Okay. Uh, and there's three pixies in the cage. Okay. Um, he just grabs one. He's like, "Screw <laughs> you!" Slams the door on the other two. You have been chosen. <laughs> um. As soon as they're removed from the cage, they become very tall dryads. Oh, spooky. Um, so now you're kind of pulling a sapling with arms and legs through the hut. Weird. So the cages are magical, too. Yeah, I guess I'll just try to lead one out through the open wall. Okay. So as as you do that, you pull it through. Um, you know, the teacher's still gliding the phoenix around mm -hmm. and i'm like trying to make him sneaky and like try to get him to go you know the most sneaky way like out the opening and then like quickly around the back of the hut uh give me a dex save just open all the cages at once <sighs> oh 19 um you maneuver the uh, now tree through the burning wreckage that was the hole <laughs> nice. in, in the side of the, the cabin. And, and you do so. Um, the teacher at one point as he's walking around might have glanced over. Doesn't remember a tree by the side of his house but it's a tree so of course it's supposed to be there. Continues leading the phoenix along and you're able to sneak the, the dryad into the forest. And as soon as it's about 40 feet away from the hut, it'll turn back into a pixie and just fly out into the forest. So uh, since I, I don't want to just sit there anymore, uh, <laughs> I'm going to just be like, 
pretending to gaze at the phoenix and just kind of slowly maneuver around till I'm like close to the closer to the cottage and kind of just wait for beardless guy to <laughs> not be looking and then just sort of charge into the building really sneaky like okay so charging very sneakily yeah precisely <laughs> exactly that um in Peltier you see you see him go barreling in and then directly behind him the teacher will glide the the phoenix back onto his arm kind of like you know a, fe- a falcon or a fe- you know whatever have you mm-hmm. and he'll turn around and walk t- back towards the cabin clearly done displaying this creature and going to I'm just going to scream okay <laughs> just to slow him down the teacher can't see you so he, no, he, he looks at o- me he looks over there's n- there's nothing there the tree that was there is gone now for whatever reason hogwarts is weird um and, and continues on in, into is the cabin. Is there a place to hide? There is a litany of cages of magical creatures within. What's the least scary-looking creature that I could fit into the cage with? Unicorn, probably. I'll go with the unicorn. Okay. Um, and as you, you go up to the cage, there's no, like, real locking mechanism. Um, you open the door, you step in, and you feel weird. You feel like you're... A tube of toothpaste that's run its course. You feel stretched out and thin. You go to look at your hand, and in front of you, your 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 simple, delicate man hands are gone, and instead are just these massive, gray, scaly, thick paws. Four-fingered. I'm turning into a unicorn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, you look up to the unicorn, and it is now literally cowering in a corner far away from you as, as humanly possible. <laughs> it's scared of me? Terrified. And you notice it looks significantly smaller now. Well, that's not going to be a very good place to hide, then. You turned into but a scary thing. You're a scary thing I'm trying now. to look as unicorny as I can and hope that scary beard guy does not see me. Um, insight check? I mean, I, I, it's either this or, or... I know. Or what's his face? I know Devin uses insight when he thinks the player's being dumb. No. <laughs> Six. I have no insight. Well, he said he had You're a beautiful paws. unicorn. Uh no. Nothing in magic is that permanent, so if I need to be a unicorn for a fight, I'll, I'll, it'll get gory. You're a troll. Yeah, we're just wondering where you got unicorn. Because I wouldn't be a unicorn. You said you had big scaly claws. Paws. Paws. Oh, I just thought you were describing it turning into a hoof. Yeah. No. You I'm have large, four-fingered troll hands. Sweet. The unicorn is cowering in a corner away from you because you're a troll. You're a troll. <laughs> 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 I just wiggled my fingers. Hi. Hi. Um, and as you come in, the the professor, you know, he kind of like walks up to like one of the dragon cages, contemplates for a second, turns around. You could, you know, one of those like he's been here a hundred times. Stops, looks back in your cage, sees you, grabs a large from one of the the dragon cages. It's a large iron shackle with a very very large chain behind mm-mm, it mm-mm. i bust out of this cage <laughs> it's hammer time <laughs> i flex and bust out of this cage we're going to initiative 
I'm not going to get shackled. If that's what it takes, then yeah. Okay. Ed is rolling into initiative. Let's see. Not looking good, guys. They're My inside dice of a hate hut me today. We're not in. Four. Okay. Uh, the large man will go first and attempt to grapple you. So rusty on my gr- <coughs> You'll get plus two for being a troll. Hell yeah. It's just counter strengths. Well, I mean, is it enhancing my strength or am I getting a new value for my strength? It's enhancing your value by <coughs> two. Okay. 17. I'm hugging him willingly. <laughs> uh, and as, as you come up to hug him, he, you know, very, very calmly purring, taps you on the back, and you feel the iron shackle around your neck fall into place. I'm assuming he saw this whole thing, right? Because otherwise... He, he's, on, he's on the outside. I'm outside of the hut right, right now. Um, and as soon as you clear the, the door, uh, you turn back into Ed, now with a shackle around your neck and chain, and he proceeds to lead you out and present you to the class. And he says something in animal noises. The class is like, some of them are kind of terrified and lean back. Others are taking notes very fervently. And the rest of the party just sees a professor leading Ed out with a chain around his neck. My arms are crossed and I look very upset. <laughs> this is very unbecoming of a wizard of my stature. Okay, I'm just going to look at that you That was two the teacher, by the way. And just be like, I guess it's time. Should we just see how this plays out? <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Is, that's not. All right. So Ed, he proceeds to lead you around this this group, and you know he'll make like a mocking gesture. We'll kind of like push you into a group of students, and they'll all scream and cower and and chuckle and giggle as you continue to move along the circle. Aloha Mora. Okay, roll it. Plus one. Ma- magic one or. Yep. Twenty-one, baby. Damn. You you feel the the collar just kind of fall off behind you, just slides along your back, and you are a free troll. Finger gun, Avada Kedavra, at the professor. Whoa. Nobody cages me. Whoa. Roll it. Plus one. That's a hard. Curse. Is it plus one when we actually use a real Harry yeah. Potter spell? Yeah. <laughs> be really bad. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Four. So five. Um, no, no, four. <laughs> um, so a little, a little green beam, kind of like that of a laser pointer, goes and just kind of gets him in the eye, <laughs> grabs at his eye, and goes storming back into the into the hut for a second. Um, about five minutes pass. You hear the deep rumbling bellow of a dragon, and he leads out. It's just a large dog. Looks like a greyhound. A little longer, and then it has like a ring of fire around its around its neck. A couple students, oh, it's a hellhound! It's a hellhound! And he proceeds to lead it around, makes it sit, makes it stand, beg for treats. All right, I'm so done with this. I'm gonna just go in, no stealth, into the hut, and just start unlocking or opening. Okay, give me one deck save as the teacher tries to to grab the back of your robes. I help. Nat 20. I'm so done with his crap. You just smack his hand out of the the way. (laughs) No subtlety at all. You go inside. There's about 40 cages. Yep. 
single spell open them all, or do you physically go and yank all of the doors open? Mm, I'm feeling I'm feeling the mojo, so I will just Alohomora times forty. Nineteen. All of the doors open. <laughs> and as all of the animals come pouring out, they transform into whatever respective creature he decided they were going to be. Uh, the griffin will turn into a rather large mountain lion with two heads kind of a thing. But all of the creatures will come storming out the burning gap of the the cabin. And now there's about 40 creatures trying to escape the giant teacher who's grabbing some of the animals by the nape of their necks, throwing them over his shoulder, stuffing them into a bag, trying to put the collar that you slipped out of. Ed. All right, come on, come on, PETA bros. Let's, let's, get, let's get some stuff done here. PETA bros. Uh, so we're just f- continuing free to free the animals. He has, yeah, free we animals. haven't gotten. Are they not all free now? Pulled into any sort He's of grabbing some of them. So I'm gonna. I want to put him in a cage. Okay. Mm. <laughs> no serves you right. It's <laughs> actually kind of brilliant. Okay, Cageosaurus. And, and I, and I the same. Just don't cross At the, the beams. Same time. Just don't cross the beams. Okay, go back. Two for me. It's because you didn't use a real spell. Two for you. Oh. Is there? What is a real six? Six. And both of you just go to, to cast the the cage spell, uh, Sloan, uh, from the end of your your designated wand, uh, a small pair of handcuffs that look like they fit around his pinkies come out of out of your wand goes to to clip around him they just fall helplessly to the ground uh goba a, a cage doesn't even come out of yours it's like a large wicker basket just kind of lands on his head and nice. he's got a really odd fashionable hat mm. you're welcome <laughs> 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 um and at this point most of the animals have either run past the students some of the students have you know been trampled clawed scraped Sorry, guys. Injured in some manner or way. But most of the creatures have escaped. Um, in his hands, he'll have a very large snake tightly grasped in one fist, the two-headed mountain lion across his shoulder, and then some creature writhing around in a bag at his waist. Do you guys remember, like, the binding? Roll into initiative. The binding spell? There we go. Mm. Let's uh, let's get him. Petrificus totalis. That yeah, one? that one. <laughs> 17 so i rolled a nat 20 and i have danger sense on which gives me plus 10 so i have a 30 for rob initiative. knew this was gonna happen before it even happened 11 first one okay nine okay peltier what do you do i've always oh, thought man. that if you like more than doubled the next initiative and you were like on top you should get like a whole turn to yourself <laughs> you get a and surprise then you round take the turn yeah no, I just I, I know. I thought it'd be fun. It is funny. If you fun. if you doubled the next one, yeah, if like all the initiative was in a whatever, and you took the highest of that, and you were double that one, that like you should get a whole turn to yourself. All right, Barry, on slow down here. <laughs> um. So, uh, what's the scene? I'm just like by him somewhere. I'm yeah. within. Yeah. Most of the students distance. are incapacitated, injured, or have fled. The party is left, and the large animal speaking professor has a two-headed mountain lion over one shoulder a gigantic snake clutched in one fist and a 
a known creature in a bag around his waist. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm just going to go for a... I'm going to try for a five-point lethal strike. Is that the expenditure of all your points? No. Okay. Well, you got half. I mean, that's yeah. the most I can use in one turn. Okay. Uh, so uh, that hits. Well, 22. Uh-huh. 23. Uh-huh. Yeah, 23 to hit. Okay, so... Oh no, where's my eight? Now looking so great. Three plus Thirty-five. Takes thirty-five points of damage as you lunge at him. You go through his shoulder, drops the two-headed mountain lion, and it runs off into the forest. You're free! As it hits the forest, it'll erupt into a, a wingless griffin that just runs away. Whatever you are, <laughs> you're free! Ed. That much damage and he just dropped one animal, huh? <laughs> Ed. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna just I'm gonna go for broke. I'm gonna do the Avada Kedavra again. Okay. And I'm gonna really mean it. Double finger guns. Angry eyes. You still only get it as one spell. I know, that's fine. <laughs> Wait, do I still get the plus one for a real spell? Yeah. For fourteen. Hit he will take a noticeable amount of burning damage to his right side. Um it'll warp and decay some of his flesh bellow and on his turn he will lash out with the snake at you specifically ed cool okay bring it on How do you determine saving throws again? Like if an enemy has to make a saving uh, saving throw? It'll say. It'll say on your thing. What do you mean? On the spell? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it just says it must make an intelligent saving throw. Yeah. Yeah. It says it. But what is the number it has it's to eight roll? Eight plus your proficiency plus your whatever stat you cast spells with. Got it. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> The snake's my homie, though, right? So he's going to, like, try to avoid hurting me because I freed him. Yeah? I'm thinking. And I suddenly learn parcel tongue <laughs> and be like, hey, dude, don't, don't tase me, bro. Don't tase you? Why don't you just bite the guy that – bite the hand that swings you? Nice. <laughs> You take eight points of damage. I don't even, you even consult my armor class, man. I have like thirteen. Um, hate Bill. Does a uh, does a twenty-seven there hit you twice? <laughs> we <Okay>. change. <laughs> uh, so a a gigantic um, boa whip will will strike you across the chest and do eleven points of damage. 
No big deal. Ain't nothing but a thing. Ain't nothing but a thing. It's a lot of damage. Fine. And that's Sloan. Not bleeding profusely by any means. Petrificus Totalis. Roll it. Plus one. What does that one do? 19. He Ooh. falls backwards, fully bound. Nice one. Yeah. Cool. Terrible high five, sorry. The, the snake starts writhing around as you notice his his grasp is still the one that he would have used to leverage the entire weight of the snake to hit Bill and is probably suffocating the snake to death. Alohomora. <laughs> Oopsie-daisy Amora. Um, okay, can I, can I free the snake? Go, I mean, you could try. Try. Can I specifically unbind his hand? On your turn, yes. It is Gobo's turn. Oh. Bonus action. Sever the hand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I I don't have the full grasp of what we're what we're doing. We're he was petrified. He fell over. Yeah. He now has a python. Oh, bow constrictor. My bad. Um, in his hand, in which, because he's now frozen, he's suffocating the snake. Mm. Um. And then he still has another creature in a pouch along his waist. Release Snake Tatalis. Mm. That's a real spot, right? Plus one? No. <laughs> no. Good try, though. 17. The hand snaps open. The snake starts slithering off towards the forest. As soon as it hits the forest... It erupts into a gigantic dragon and starts slowly trying to figure out how its wings work again. It's emaciated form eventually clearing the tops of the trees, roaring in victory off into the distance. Goba, Goba turns around the greatest to the wizard. group and gives a little NBD smirk. No big deal. It's the greatest wizard freed, of all time. I freed the dragon. It's fine. What, okay. what kind of dragon was it? Uh, Hungarian horn tail. Nice. Big. Sweet. With the tail removed. Oh. Full tail. Like a rumpy? Like a rumpy. Um, okay, so top of the order is Peltier. He's got an animal in his little pouch. Yep. Just reach on in there, man. Yeah, just take the pouch. Just removing the whole pouch? Yep, yeah, I'd like to action just like disconnect the pouch. Okay. Simply tied around his waist. It. Yeah. Yeah, I do that. Okay. <laughs> and then I. Bravo. <laughs> Then I, <laughs> then I bop him with my book. Okay. <laughs> Not the pouch. The yeah, gen, yeah, the yeah, guy. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was hoping, <laughs> hoping we wouldn't do it tonight. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Hang on, hang on. Let me, let me get the Don John. Shout out to Don John. Dot B I N. Dot S H for your awesome random tables. I don't know. I felt right. I felt like the right thing to do. Tolly gamer girl. That's crazy. She's a gamer girl. Also, that probably gets caught on a lot of shit. That's stupid. Is this the right one? Most really impractical. There's there's a pun that I just can't find. Like it's not a body shot. It's not like a, it's just something. There's something there. But I can't find it. <laughs> I just know it. I have those moments so many times <laughs> when we're playing this game. 
Okay. Uh, D10. Four. D10. One. Um, from where the impact point of the book happens, it's as if an entire story decided to write itself along every inch of his skin. Just kind mm. of explodes in a river of words across every inch and surface of his body. I shall not tell lies. Yeah. 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 That's actually, that, that fits. It's good. Now we just have to take off all of his skin <laughs> and make another book. <laughs> I do that. <laughs> the look of horror on <laughs> Devin's face right now is indescribable. Peltier has literally reached insanity. Um, okay, I, and I open up the bag and set free whatever is inside. Okay, inside a, a, a badger will come rolling out. And it'll just kind of sit, look confused at you for a second as if it doesn't know what to do. Be free. Shoo, shoo, you. Scamper off, little buddy. Go on. It tries to stand on its hind legs and start wobbling back towards the castle. (gasps) It's a child. I mean, maybe that's his home. (laughs) It's a baby. Do the turn back into a baby thing. Well, if he walks far enough away. Turn this badger into a baby oleo. (laughs) Okay. Oh, God. Roll spell, plus one. Totally, no. <laughs> Minus six. 19. Um, on a 19, the the Hufflepuff student will, oh. um, lacking <laughs> lacking their hair and any any form of advancement into puberty, gone, completely gone. Um, it even looks like they might have shit their pants at one point in time. Whoa. And he starts walking. You turn him back into a baby. Come on now. Oh, no. No. <laughs> no. 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 No, I didn't. He, he, I mean, he still looks like, you know, he could be about 14, 15 years old. But still counts. Count all his, it. All his hair is gone. <laughs> Any advancement towards puberty in the, in the facial hair region, gone. We'll get one bad review card from the parents. <laughs> <laughs> we got all the kids we burned and maimed so far. Just yeah. one bad Yelp he review. actually got <laughs> out pretty easy. Uh, okay, so now you still have the teacher who will only be bound for another three turns. Do we kill him? Start smashing. <laughs> 18 seconds. Cootie gras for three turns. Is it? Have I expelled my turn? or? I, I Okay, initiative's over. You guys yeah, locked okay. on the same turn. I will say insight... DM inspiration. Someone said what you need to do. Cut his skin off. (laughs) (laughs) And make... Sever his hand. And make a book of his flesh. (laughs) Uh, Necronomicon. Oh, my God. Put him him in a cage or something. Oh, yeah. Do that. Let's drag him into a cage. Okay, we drag him into one of the cages. Uh, The troll one. Group strength check. Goba. I'll say you lead. Everybody else will give Goba a plus two on his roll. Okay. So go give me a strength check. Sixteen. Wait, one second. Let me consult my paper. Uh, strength. Yeah. Twenty. Um, okay, so pretty easily, Goba starts dragging the body. He notices you guys are trying to help, and just does the you know the very courteous thing of you know kind of lowers it. Looks like he's kind of straining. Oh, you guys really helping. Thanks. We're helping. We're so helpful. Thanks so much, guys. It it's means like, the world. As Peltier and Ed are both trying to lift one of the massive hands. 
I have a negative two strength mod, so <laughs> I think that's what I'm just supervising. Rob, what do you have? <laughs> I'm at zero. <laughs> you're just dragging it. So yeah, the, the two of you, one of you has his pinky, the other one has his thumb, and you're like trying to lift it three inches off the ground between the two of you. <laughs> and Gulp's like, you got it, guys. <laughs> um, you're so good. You eventually drag him into the hut, stuff him into one of the cages, and as soon as the door closes, he erupts into a flurry of papers. The entire hut starts to collapse in on itself. We get out. Grab here. the papers. Grab the papers. Grab and the papers go. and go. Slum grabs the papers and goes. Okay, um, everybody will take two points of damage as cages and beams and burning logs from outside are swirling around. None of them will knock you guys out. You'll get like scrapes, maybe a bruise, I guess. And now you have a large armful of paper in your hands. Paper, put it paper, in the paper, thing. Paper, I put it in the thing. Put it in the thing. Put it in the thing. Yeah, we're doing a thing. 20. You don't need to roll. <laughs> 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 you I rolled appre- a nat 20 I appreciate the commitment. In a thing. Um, so you close it in the book. Wait, did, no, did, but was I did she it able to? Really good. Yeah. Could she do it? Like, she just happened double. to figure out the, the system in which the numbering happens <laughs> with the book and lays all the pages in the corresponding Perfectly order. Correlated. Um, and inside of your book will spring Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. We did it. We did it, guys. She just get the bonus, like, Fantastic Beasts and where to find them because of the 20. Well, True. the third book is where Hagrid starts performing oh. as a magical teacher for the first time. Come on. Come on, man. Come on, man. Whatever. Come on, man. We did of it. Yeah. Yay. Yay. That was so depressing. Take a look. It's in a yeah. book. <laughs> it's Dicey Tales. Messed up Hagrid. <laughs> okay, and then as you guys will look around, it looks like you're standing on a blank plane. Haggard. Where there once was rolling soft green hills, the expansive forest off to into the distance, the lake. None of that exists now. It is just a plane of mixed shadow, a little bit of reflections of light from what remains of the castle. But otherwise, it looks like just a patch of nothing. Well, this is new. And then... For you guys, I'm sure this is really... (laughs) On your passive perceptions, you will notice an entire section of the castle will vacuum into itself. Hope Bloop. there weren't any babies in there. Was that good or bad? <laughs> Did we break it? No. You have no idea what just happened. All you notice is like a third of the entirety of the school imploded into I'm just itself. totally going to look like I know exactly what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Totally. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Don't you guys get it? Yeah, everyone turns to Edmund. Explain, please. No, you, you wouldn't get it. You wouldn't get it. Rumble through the ground. And then every single one of you give me a wisdom saving throw. Because that's a will check, right? Will's wisdom? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wisdom saving throw. Well, I rolled an that? 11. Can I just use that? 20? Oh, actually, I have no. proficiency. So 14. Okay, 14. 18. I, uh,. I rolled a four, but I have minus one, so it's a three. Okay. <laughs> uh, nat one. Okay. Um, <laughs> I didn't think I could do worse. So the four of you, as you're staring out into this expansive, flat, black surface, um, all feel your minds kind of go soft, muddy, 
turning in on themselves. Um, Sloan, Goba, you guys will just pass out from the extrasensory overload. Um, Peltier, this just feels like you're going into one of your meditative states, the, the immersive into self. And Ed, you just, through sheer will, want to know why and what. Vacuum closes and snap to next scene. The four of you are in Saren's library. Goba and Sloan are passed out on a desk, still wearing their robes. Open books underneath them. Goba's drooling on the desk. Maybe mumbling something about pie or stew. Probably stew. And then Peltier and Ed. You're looking around. Ed, you've never been here. No idea what it was. And then Peltier, of course, you're back in Saren's library. Okay. But you both would know that you're not in an actual physical place. You kind of turn your head and you have that like fuzzy on your peripheral, like a dream sequence kind of thing. Okay. Am I going to recognize the books though? Because I have been collecting some books. Um, I would hope that a grown adult in a magically inclined world would know what a book looks like. Thanks, jackass. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just trying to say, is there some part that intuits the books that I've been magically forming belong here? Um, I'll say that just based off the circumstances, Peltier looks way too comfortable. Ah, okay. And, That's fair. And his, I can, uh, I'll say that I just explain it to you. I mean, we're there together. Say, ah, well, you know the books. This is the book place. Um, but it's missing one crazed wizard. And at the word wizard five different aged variants of Saren will walk out from amongst the various bookshelves. One will be pretending to be a swashbuckler riding one of the uh, little ladders that go along the uh, uh, the bookcases. Rolly ladders. Rolly, yeah. Yeah, totally. And you know, he'll be flicking a, you know, an invisible sword at you know, unknown enemies. An old, wizened Saren, hundreds of years older than the one that the rest of the party have seen comes out. Beard almost to his knees, book open in his hands. The other three various versions of the ones that you've seen. Peltier, the young, beardless, the crazed wizard at the firelight, and the final one um, when the library exploded. Ah, there he is. And I look knowingly to Peltier. Redmond, this is Saren. I have to know that name somehow, right? You'll feel like a kindling in the back of your mind. It's kind of like saying... Um, He's like the Merlin. It's more like Pendragon, like the name Pendragon. You know it has significance in a story yeah. somewhere, but it's like, to what does it tie to? Okay. Um, so the both of you are witnessing five different variations of Saren, unknowing that you guys are there, unknowing that the other versions of him are there. And the swashbuckler eventually... Settles down, grabs one of the books, starts performing spells, animating the books, pulling things from the books. The old wizened one is going systematically book by book and inanimating them, pulling the words off, inanimating, pulling the words off of every single book that he comes into contact with. And the various stages are the rise and fall of of his ambition, the young beardless Saren, uh, probably like 
early 30s, casting very big, boisterous spells, hundreds of books swirling around him at a time, older, not quite decrepit, pondering, avoiding the books at all costs, just kind of wandering the aisles, looking, wandering the aisles and looking. And then the wise old one will look at the both of you and ask you to destroy the books and not return them to the tower. And then the other four will say there will be grave consequence if the books are not returned to the tower. A large pop will happen in your guys' ears, kind of like when you change elevation, and all of you will be awake. Sitting in the great hall, a feast in front of you, all of the students that uh, you have not interacted with but are still in the school um, are there, same kind of glazed over, going through the motions, chattering, gossiping, and eating are all around you guys. I have a sudden craving for stew. (laughs) (laughs) Me too, buddy. Okay, I will relay that to Goba and Sloane. What happened? Looks like we've got some decisions to make. The old one you said was... Pulling the words out of the books. So he was basically destroying them. Yeah. And the old one was the one that said to destroy? Yes. Seems like we shouldn't listen to that guy. I feel like we should listen to that guy. He's the one that caused all this in the first place. He's the older one who can look He's back future. on the summer. He realized He's what he caused. He's future, Saren. He's not the one that we saw. He's full of regret. Yeah. But also, we've got a lot of time to make that decision. <laughs> it must be made in the next second. <laughs> As you guys are eating, you notice that Ia still hasn't rejoined you. Another rumble will go oh, through yeah, the school. Yeah, where's that girl? Another rumble will go through the school, and you'll hear a similar vacuum and pop as the entire back wall where the teachers um, were sitting previously is sucked into the black void. With the teachers? Well, there's no teachers. There was Uh, nobody up there. But the chairs, that side of the the hall, the floating candles pop out of existence, a simple black plane stretching out for now miles. The rest of the school, as you guys knew it, gone. This is fine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm comfortable. I think we should get out of here. Another rumble. Ah! I mean, I think this is our mission. We're we're completing the books. We're destroying this evil place. Like I think keep going. I think old Saren is destroying this. this. And we're trying to put it back together with the books. Another rumble. Pop. We all, need to go. All of the tables <laughs> and the food. The remaining of the floating candles pop out of existence the only thing around you guys now are three walls one left one right one behind you with the great hall doors and all of the students snap out of their dreamlike state and start panicking as their entire surroundings consist of three walls and almost an endless black void goba let's get all the goba clicks the heels of his ruby slippers and says there's no place like home there's no place like home okay we're not to that book yet. <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. Goba, can you use your wonderful wizarding skills to to get us and these kids out of here? Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Oh, God. Uh, kids and all of us away. <laughs> hey, there we go. Roll it. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. We could just run. Blow on it, Rumpy. <laughs> 
Nat 20. On a nat 20, you feel the last remaining of your magical ability expel itself from the tip of your wand and the student's wand. Tusk. Wand. Tusk wand. It was designated as your wand. It's your wand. Wusk. Wusk. And (laughs) the Thestrals come sweeping in, steal up the students. The winged sandals from earlier come grab a couple more of the students. (laughs) The magic carpet from earlier as well comes grabs a couple students. And everyone's like, I'm not getting on that. (laughs) The dragon from earlier swoops down, grabs a couple of the remaining students, and harbors them off to safety. And then Ed, Peltier, Sloan, you all feel the tingle of your actual physical magic return to your bodies as i feel it leave as you feel it leave another feeling another rumble the three walls pop out of existence and there about a hundred two hundred meters away from you guys is a single feminine shape encased in blue flame and in the shadows from the blue flame a mammoth gigantic monstrous creature is looming in the darkness large bulbous head massive scaled wings thousands of tentacles kind of writhing around and in the distance you see Ia collapse unconscious flame dispelling large shadowy creature falling back into the darkness Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this episode of Dicey Tales. Now why don't you get a little dicey yourself? Make sure to head over to iTunes or SoundCloud, rate and review the show, and don't forget to subscribe so you can get dicey every Friday. While you're at it, head over to the Bard Facebook page and give it a like so you can stay up to date on fan art, maps, and more updates. Come back every Friday for more adventures and remember to stay dicey. On the battlefield, I'm a warrior, ready to kill or be killed. I've defeated orcs from the north, sent Kandorian demon spawns back to the depths, and drank with Sumerian heroes. But when I get back from a hard day of disemboweling my enemies, I enjoy nothing more than to open my castle doors and find a dungeon crate as my reward for blood well spilled. Designed for role players and tabletop gamers, Dungeon Crate is a monthly subscription box service with a treasure hoard of loot you can use on or off the battlefield. Miniatures, dice, tokens, coins, maps, modules, terrain pieces, handcrafted items, RPG jewelry, and more are yours for only a few gold per month. You even get a digital crate along with a physical one as an added bonus. So what say you? Are you ready for postal glory? Oh boy. DungeonCrate.com Let the adventure begin!